Two weeks ago, we concluded our celebration of the Easter season on Pentecost Sunday. Every year in the church, as we launch into ordinary time after Pentecost, we're blessed with two subsequent Sundays to reflect on, first, last Sunday, the greatest and most important truth, who God is, the most holy trinity. And then second, this Sunday, we reflect on the source and summit of our lives as Catholics, the most holy body and blood of Christ, the Eucharist. For me, this year's readings for this solemnity remind us that the Eucharist is the ultimate earthly fulfillment of God's desire to bless and to transform human beings. I find the way that this unfolds through these particular readings is wildly interesting. I hope you will find it interesting as well. In today's first reading from Genesis 14, we hear about the real and mysterious Old Testament figure, Melchizedek. Genesis 14 is set around 2,000 years before Christ. Abraham, the first and greatest patriarch of the Old Testament, whom we call our father in faith, is returning from a successful battle waged in the name of God. Abraham is bearing with him the spoils of war, the material stuff that he's gained by serving God in this battle. As Abraham is returning from the battle, he encounters Melchizedek. This is the first time Melchizedek appears in the scripture and it's the last time he appears in the scripture. He's referenced later on, but this is his only appearance in person, speaking and acting. Melchizedek means king of righteousness. He's identified by the scripture writer as the king of Salem. Salem means peace, and it also means Jerusalem. Melchizedek is described as a priest of God Most High. Melchizedek appears suddenly, and again, somewhat mysteriously. There's no account of his origin. There's no account of what happens to him after this. He appears somehow eternal, without beginning, without end. In the encounter, Melchizedek blesses Abraham by God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. Melchizedek praises God Most High, who has delivered Abraham's foes into his hands. Then Melchizedek gives Abraham gifts. Did you catch what gifts Melchizedek gives Abraham? Melchizedek gives Abraham bread and wine. Of all the things he could give him, he gives him bread and wine. The encounter continues. As a result of this first part of the encounter with Melchizedek, praising God, blessing Abraham by God Most High, giving Abraham the bread and wine. What happens to Abraham? Abraham gives Melchizedek one-tenth of all the spoils that he's gotten in battle for God, for real. This is not the way people normally behave. After the encounter with Melchizedek, the blessing, the praising, the giving of the bread and wine, Abraham takes the best of the good stuff that he has, which he's received, he knows, through God's grace, and he gives it to Melchizedek, the priest of God Most High. 
In this encounter with Melchizedek, Abraham encounters God, more God, working through Melchizedek. God increases within Abraham, and the effect is that Abraham is transformed into a person who gives more to God and to the person, Melchizedek, associated with God. Second scripture passage today, Psalm 110, which we just sang. This psalm is written around a thousand years before Christ. It's considered one of the most important of the messianic psalms of all the psalms. The psalmist describes a future Messiah who is a king begotten before time, who sits at the right hand of God Most High, who has power over his enemies stretching forth from Zion. What is Zion? Jerusalem. He is a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek, a future Messiah who is a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. The order of Melchizedek, what is the order of Melchizedek? All we know, all, all, all we know about Melchizedek is what he does in that passage from Genesis 14. Melchizedek praises God, blesses Abraham, gives Abraham bread and wine, and serves as the instrument of God's grace that enters into Abraham and transforms Abraham to give to Melchizedek the best of what he has. The future Messiah is an eternal priest according to the order of Melchizedek. I have a feeling you're probably putting this together. Melchizedek is a type, a prefiguring of Jesus. We just heard in the second reading from St. Paul in 1 Corinthians 11, the earliest New Testament recounting of the institution of the Eucharist at the Last Supper. 1 Corinthians is written probably around 54 AD. Where is Jesus at the Last Supper? He is in Jerusalem. What does Jesus take up at the Last Supper? Bread and wine. Jesus praises God blesses the bread and wine, gives them blessed to his disciples, and does not miraculously multiply them as he does in the, with the loaves and fish in today's gospel passage. Jesus does much more at the Last Supper, infinitely more. He tells his disciples that the bread and wine are now his body and blood, and he tells them to do this, to continue this, in remembrance of him. This is wild. What God hints at in Genesis, in Melchizedek, what God allows the psalmist to foretell a thousand years before Jesus, becomes real at the Last Supper and continues until the end of earthly time, the eternal priest of God Most High, Jesus, blesses and feeds his people with himself, bread and wine that through the power of the Holy Spirit, he makes his real, full presence, his real sacramental body and blood. The ultimate fulfillment of God's desire to bless and to transform human beings is here, now, fully, in this Eucharist, which begins at the Last Supper and becomes real among us now. 
I encourage you to reflect on the wonder of the blessing of the Eucharist during the week ahead. It can be the source of the deepest thankfulness and very much reorder the way we see the world. Please be sure that you reflect on the entire reality I've suggested to you, the Eucharist as the ultimate fulfillment of God's desire to bless and transform us. St. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 11, as often as you eat the bread and drink this cup, eat this bread, I should say, and drink this cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. When Jesus dies, it's his total outpouring giving of his entire life and love, all he is for the salvation of the world. This is what he gives us in the Eucharist, who he gives us in the Eucharist. When Abraham receives the blessing and the bread and wine from Melchizedek, he's experiencing an encounter with God Most High. When we receive the blessing of this Eucharistic bread and wine, we experience an encounter with the fullness of Jesus Christ at the depths of our souls. If we actually accept him, we are empowered uniquely through the Eucharist to give his salvific love back to him through the way we love the people around us. Give, 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 love, love, love. Your time, your talent, your treasure for the real Jesus, to the real Jesus in the people in this world, what you and I receive in the Eucharist, who we receive in the Eucharist, we can become in this world. Thank you for listening. To learn more and to get involved, go to stpatrickparish.com.